Happy Halloween and welcome to episode 137 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Halloween movies and spiritual masks. The Gossip Out Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and wah of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Happy Halloween-y. Oof. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Caleb. Happy Halloween. I, of course, am dressed up. As Mario, you may go back to our old episodes. I dressed up at Mario. What did I just say? A previous year, yeah. I was dressed up as Mario. This year, I'm dressed up as Wario. Um, yeah. So did you, did you forget we were supposed to wear costumes today? I, uh, you know, I just wanted to be more comfortable. So no, I no, tell us who you're dressed up as. I'm dressed up as Arthur from... Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh-huh. So, tell... I actually... Uh-huh. Haven't seen the movie or gone through the books. Uh-huh. Books, plural. Are yeah. you aware of this? I'm, I'm not. Uh-huh. Books, plural. I do have plural. my towel with me. The most universal tool of all. Oh, yeah? Is is that a thing they say in the movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the movie once, mm-hmm. but to be honest, I it was a good movie, and I've never read any of the books. I'm not, like, one of you super fans... I just wanted to be comfortable. I, I'm I'm like disliking Halloween costumes more and more lately. So, uh, on a scale of one to fifty, robe. what would you rate that movie on a scale of one to fifty? One to fifty. One to fifty. I'd say it's probably a, a good a good forty forty five. Really? You'd love it. You'd love it. I'd give it a forty seven. Okay. You think you can just up me like that? For no reason. What's the meaning of life? I don't know. 47. Is that actually? Because some meaning? of us actually know the story a bit. And are sitting here dressed up as Wario like an idiot while you put on a robe and say, do, 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 do. I'm Arthur, I'm Arthur. Look at me, everyone. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know if that's the character's name. That's how little I know about this movie. <laughs> I just said a generic British... Yeah, British person's name. Arthur? Arthur. <laughs> no, that's the Aardvark who, like, gets upset and balls his fist up. No, I'm pretty sure it's Arthur. How dare you make fun of Arthur like that? He's not just a meme. It's my childhood. <laughs> well, you couldn't come dressed up as him. Or a yellow shirt and my glasses. <laughs> and just, like, bulge your fist the whole time. <laughs> no, uh, so for everyone tuning in, just the audio-only version, uh, Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. This is coming out on Halloween. Ween Day, because it's a special. Uh, and. Why not? Yeah. Um, it wasn't intentional. But it wasn't. <laughs> you know. It's not that we you forgot You can blame something. this guy. Uh, you can blame this guy. I'm pointing at myself. If this is, if, if, if uh, this is the YouTube mm-hmm. version of this, um, go vote and these costumes no longer make sense. Yeah. So. Yeah feel like an idiot but that's you know we sometimes you dress up for thanksgiving you know said no one ever but let's start it yeah hey everyone here's a little psa from nobody special 
Mm-hmm. Typically, people buy Halloween costumes and only get to wear them once or maybe twice if you're planning on going to Comic-Con. But hey, that was canceled this year. So, uh, w- we need to get some extra mileage out of these fine suits that all of us right, has, right, right, right. <laughs> all of us have uh, bought and spent time into. Well, most of us have spent time on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go ahead, wear these to Thanksgiving. I'd say Christmas, um, Arbor Day, and if anyone has a child's christening, right. see what happens. Thanksgiving is see now it's now the encore of Halloween. And Thanksgiving is the encore of Halloween. <laughs> no need to be thankful anymore. Just wear your costume and you're good. So did you know tell that, that to your grandma? Did you know that drinking coffee in 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 this costume is as hard as drinking coffee in the Mario costume? That's really gross. If you have a mustache, I'm, I'm about to rip that mustache off. You just so I don't have to look at the coffee dripping off is of it a dripping? fake mustache. Is it really? You ready? No, 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 please, no. <laughs> okay. it's not on. It's only on on like some parts. This is bad. Um, so Caleb, I'm having a uh, uh, kind of a problem. Right. In that I'm I'm in a new condo. I don't know if this is an area that trick or treats, and also I don't know if this is an area that trick or treats. You just gotta you gotta be ready, you know. I need kids to come get candy, which sounds creepy at first. <laughs> but um, do you I, know the rule? Hmm? Do you know the rule? If you have your porch light on, if you have a porch, light, I don't think I. Can turn that it off. means that you have candy. So I guess if you live in this condominium, you are required you're forced to have by candy. law yeah. to have candy. Yeah. So I well, I need a kid to show up because I have like a hundred pieces of candy because Publix had them buy one get one, and I was like, I hope someone shows up because I should not eat this many Snickers. And it's can we talk about fun size? Did we talk about fun size last year? I don't think we did. What's so fun about it? That you're saving calories. It's not fun. All right, a fun size. Do you know the thing? I think it'd be a fun size. What? King size. That's the most fun size. Of like candy bars and cigarettes. Fun size. Just call it small. We're on to your garbage. We know what's going on. Fun size candy bars are just like. Mini and it's. Call it mini. Call it mini and cute. Call it mini and cute Snickers. But mini plus cute equals fun. No. In the marketer's world. Right. (laughs) What if it. Just an algebra. To like kind of the housing standards of. of, if a house is small, they'll call it, um, like, cozy. Like, cozy-sized candy. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, anyway. Well, it's, it's Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Yes. Um, if if people celebrate Halloween, I mean, as, as we talked about a few times, people are coming to the door to get information and things from you. Invite them to church. There's no shame in it. They're getting free candy anyway. You've earned it. Uh, Tell them about Jesus. They're coming to you. Totally good opportunity. And if you're of the persuasion that... um, that Halloween is trying to celebrate the dead. I mean, don't do not do that part. We talked about that. It was a great episode last year. Mm-hmm. Turn this one off. Go watch that Is one. that what we talked about last yeah. year? Yeah. Wow. You have a um, great memory. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. You know, if you don't want to give out candy, this can work even even better for you. You, you preach the gospel so hard at that doorstep when they come and get candy this year 
that they know you're the house. That they don't come back. That next they don't year. come that back. That is next like year. the opposite of evangelism. <laughs> that is hey hey. That is conceptually the opposite of evangelism. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, browbeat them with Jesus so that they don't want to hear it again, and then next year you'll be fine because ultimately Christianity is about you. Well, the people who come okay, back, you know that you speech. impact. Okay, them. hold on. Okay, I can't. Can I pull off? Oh, pull okay, fine. Okay, right. fine. Three, two, two one. <laughs> that was way more intense than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was uh, here. I'll here. I'll, well, I'll take it. Oh, oh no, <laughs> just gonna. Uh, permanent yeah, don't do what show. I said. Don't listen to my advice. Yeah, right. no, people are you coming know. to the door. It's okay to share Jesus because they're coming to you. It's a great opportunity, so please take advantage of it. But, Caleb, every year around this time, TV gets really weird. It gets Does super it? strange, yeah. Um, especially every four years where it's creepy, bad Halloween movie mm-hmm. with pol- uh, political commercials in between them. Um, yep. And so this year, TV has sucked. Uh, but there are some good Halloween films out there. And yes. I don't think we've ever talked about our favorites. We've talked about one a bit, but... right. There's good stuff out there. So, Caleb, tell me about your favorite Halloween movies. My favorite Halloween movies? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just recently saw Hocus Pocus again. Uh-huh. Which... I, I just saw that too, just for you, by the way. I saw it just Thanks. for you, because I know it's a movie you like. Um, and it, it was, it's been a while since I watched it. Mm-hmm. So, And we talked about this on the last podcast, but this is my, my aftermath uh-huh. of watching it. It's really good. Right. And um, the cinematography, sorry, I had to bring it up. It holds up. Right. Like, really well. Right. Especially on the big screen, like, it looks good. Oh, yeah, because you watched it in theaters. Yeah, so our theaters, due to COVID mainly, I mean, and just <laughs> Halloween season, are replaying a bunch of, like, old stuff. Right. Um, And so they have, like... Hocus Pocus, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. which is another one we're going to talk about, and um, another one that I can't think of, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, they have a few. I think a couple places they were playing like Scream or no, they're playing Halloween. Yep, pretty sure mm-hmm. they're playing Halloween. Um, and that one's iconic and classic. But sorry, back to Hocus Pocus. That one, it actually stands up a bit, the test of time, a little. Yeah, now, granted. It's a 90s movie, and it right. felt very 90s. I mean, uh, the uh, the good guy. It, I mean, they did have a few of those like stereotypical 90s tropes like, I just moved from California. And how do they depict that? They just put him in a tie-dye shirt and then call attention to it. Like, okay, tie-dye. Yeah. It's like, that's it. <laughs> Wacky <laughs> Californians. You know, like, I'm skeptical about the presence of witches. <laughs> um, Gosh. And, yeah, the kids' yeah. acting wasn't like the best, but you know, it's no, it's good. It, it was pretty good overall. It was pretty good. Sure, they had um, uh, well, of the three kids, two of them actually had really good careers after that. Really? Google, uh huh. Thora Birch has been in a lot who's of that, stuff. Who's She's that? a very she played the a youngest kid, um, and and has been in a few things, including, um, not American Pie, American the really depressing movie starring Kevin Spacey. Anyway, she, she's been in about. great <laughs> things. Is a phenomenal actress. The other, it was Hillary Swank. 
Hillary Swank. Uh-huh. Sounds Hillary so Swank. familiar, but I have no Million idea Dollar Baby. Million. The no. boxing movie made by Clint Eastwood. Nope. Where Never she dies it. at the end because... Oh, yeah, because Clint Eastwood kills her. Spoilers. It's an old movie, and you already know the ending. Yeah, it was really controversial because in the movie, she falls and hits her neck on her stool, is paralyzed, and asks her coach... Her stool? Uh-huh. Like the stool was sideways. <laughs> okay. When, if I, I say it, why. it all sounds yeah. dumb, but it's it's actually a good controversial uh, movie because um, being unable to fight or do anything because she's paralyzed, ask Clint Eastwood playing her coach to kill her, and he does. And that's how the movie ends. Like, I mean, there's other stuff, but yeah, so wow. it's really weird. But all of them have gone on to have good kind of acting opportunities after that. I mean, bet... M- m- Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. The only person who didn't is the guy, the main character. Mm-hmm. He was just like, and I'm I'm gonna tap out here, hocus pocus. That's the end. Yeah. But I thought they did a great job playing the uh, witches. They they yeah. they were it's classic. Very distinct as far as characters go. Right. There's so. a lot of stuff that I would have never picked up on as a kid mm-hmm. too. You know, yeah. I like how they, they pepper those in for right. the adults that are being forced to watch that. But right. it, yeah, it was pretty good. It was a, it was a blast from the past for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know it's a stupid, um, well, they're intended to be stupid. So I right. appreciate these. Um, one of my favorite Halloween movies growing up, it was Ernest Scared Stupid. I... L- I love the Ernest uh, movies. I think they are hilarious. If I turn them on now, I still think they're hilarious. I'm still kind of chuckling at all the jokes and all that. They're great. They're fantastic. But in this, it's this uh, weird... <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because it is. there's a joke in there that I've never chuckled as hard as I did. Except in that joke. It was a... Uh, um, these monsters are attacking the town and only the kids and Ernest can see them or something really mm-hmm. dumb like that. You know, like every Halloween movie out there, you yeah. know, like parents don't get it. Ah! <laughs> you know? uh, but, but they, they, they get this, um, old, a document that says the way to defeat them is by a, a mother's and it's partial kind of a faded word, but it's M blank. L K and so just like any, any anyone going through is like yeah mother's milk so just milk spam in his milk then they die uh-huh. and, and that's actually it but there's this part there's a big kind of a showdown between the kids and Ernest and the monsters and he goes I bet you didn't know it but I figured out how to do it good old mother's milk and holds up a can of milk and oh I'm like gosh. that is the greatest joke I've ever seen in my life just because milk isn't a thing yeah and he holds up a can of milk milk and just hands it and just like I've got it and then they just throw him across the I've never even heard of this Ernest scared stupid Ernest scared stupid and it's like episodes? No, no, it's a movie. All the Ernest uh, movies. Did you ever watch any of the Ernest? No. Oh boy. And no, all right, we're doing this at some point. We're watching the Ernest movies. <laughs> Gosh. They're not good. Ernest, it sounds familiar, but yeah. No Ernest idea. P. W- World. You know, like I, I know that you got to know about him. Ernest P. World. Oh shoot. <laughs> Danny can't touch this on his iPad. Hold on. Can this you is great. press Safari? 
Safari. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you. God. This is this is very Ernest not productive. P war. Thanks. There you go. I I know that you've probably seen him. Nope. No, you've never seen the Ernest movie. I mean, is he on that one show that you watch all the time? Like, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Thanks for not. just shutting me down. You well, know? no, okay. he's not. I don't. Wherever that's going, he's not on it. <laughs> Whose line is it anyway? No, 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 no. Jim, no, he's not Ernest. <laughs> you, I like how you still are trying to touch your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, okay got it yeah so we'll have to watch these but now Caleb are there any other good <laughs> are, any other good Halloween movies um, that yes. you enjoyed Nightmare Before Christmas is kind of it's pretty creepy but I haven't watched that one in a while either mm-hmm. so I'm definitely going to watch that probably Friday night mm-hmm. um, which means nothing to you but yeah so I've I love that movie by the time this came out I will have already watched it that's what's confusing. Got it. Okay. That makes I'm, sense. I'm speaking to is past that a, Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I mean, that is the Halloween, debate for this. Because for me, Halloween overpowers Christmas more than Christmas would overpower Halloween. In the sense of just like aesthetic and style I, of it. I, well. And just the vibes that it gives off. Halloween is very. But it uh, takes place during Christmas. Right. It's a Christmas movie. But it's a Halloween world. It's a Christmas movie made by Tim Burton. So it's Halloween. Well, all things are Halloween it's made by both. Tim Burton. And you know why I actually, it's both? I actually say it's a Thanksgiving movie. We just split it down the middle. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're watching Nightmare Before Christmas. Why? Listen, we weren't sure where to put that movie. The encore of Halloween and the pre-show of right. Christmas. It's like Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. You can watch it in the middle. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's honestly a genius, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of plot because people do watch it both times of the year. Right. And it's just like, it's so smart. Right. Raking in the money, you know? I'm sure that was his plan. Yeah, that was his plan all along. No, but I mean... The claymation being a notoriously cheap to produce. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's so it's so classic. I haven't watched it in a while though, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm kind of excited to check it out again. Is that a theater thing that you're going to or? Ooh, I wasn't planning on that, but it could be. Yes, it could. <laughs> I'm expecting our cups to break one time when we <laughs> yeah. do that. Just All like over the audio like, board. No, <laughs> that would be terrible. So no, I I I enjoy that a movie just because of the questions it brings up trying to fit the two things into each other i actually do appreciate it um and i i have a penchant to to enjoy weird things i i don't know i just i enjoy the strange yeah and that is the strange there is a point i stop enjoying it and to be honest this one does come close but wait which one which one Nightmare Before Christmas. A nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yeah, it rides it, that line. It, yeah, it comes close. Like, all right, it's a bit much. But overall, I don't know, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Fun movie. So, um, yeah, no, no, these are good. I mean, it's a good holiday. Are we calling this a holiday? Is Halloween yes. a holiday? What? Yeah. Well, Who are you? you? You can tell you grew up Christian. That's how you know right there. Is Halloween a holiday? Yes. So one a year, our family had a black cat, 
and I might have told this, so I'll tell the quick version. Uh-huh. Uh, we had a black cat, and the cat got out on Halloween. We're like, crud, that's not good. <laughs> and um, it, it was in the neighborhood that was like all families. It was a huge neighborhood, so trick-or-treating. We had kids coming by the house for like three hours or something. It was yeah. crazy. And just there was a day... Where we didn't have trick or treaters for like ninety uh, minutes, and we were trying to figure out like this is weird. Are there like no kids this year or something? Mm-hmm. And so we open up the, uh, oh, we're kind of peek out the window, and and there's plenty of kids down the street, and they're like, well, is 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 the porch on? You know, porch is on, totally fine. And then come to, come to realize that the cat had killed a mole and brought it back to us. Oh my! So gosh. like there was. <laughs> There was this black cat and this r- super dead bloody mole in Ugh. front of our house that ki- so many kids apparently came up on and went, nah, nah, we good. We <laughs> Don't good, want but- candy that bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. Yeah. But it it is kind of a fun time to uh, watch kids dress up, put the masks on and that kind of stuff because every now and then it is kind of fun to pretend to be a person that we're not. I hate your segues so much. This is a good segue. And I have to crush you it. Never I have to crush me, it. You never let me have a segue. This is a good segue. Because I knew where you were going with it. This is kind of a cheesy topic to talk about on a Halloween episode, but it like makes sense Cheesy? As well. You literally said good topic, Daniel. Wearing like a mask. Well, yeah. Spiritual so, authenticity. So while it's fun, you know, yeah, fine. We're talking about wearing a mask today and spir- <laughs> spiritual authenticity because... COVID masks. Not, not, a, not, not those COVID masks. Mask. What are you guys talking about? Spiritual masks? Psh, no. What is happening? We're talking about... <laughs> we're, we're talking about spiritual ma- mask masks. Right, by the way, I was trying to research things for this episode and I type in Christian masks authenticity mm-hmm. and there are so many articles like uh should a christian wear a mask during covid i'm like this cannot be the conversation <laughs> this cannot possibly be the conversation that we're trying to have like it's uh, good anyway though i i do think there is an issue of 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 christians and, and i'm guilty of this too actually like recently guilty of this of needing to kind of put on this image or a mask that like hey everything's okay everything's fine i'm happy all the time you mm-hmm. know talk about the like hey, oh oh man how are things going blessed and highly favored and then yeah. it's just it's it's not the truth because i think all people especially christians at times just want to go home and have a cry mm-hmm. um or are going through hard things or or stuff comes up and and still think there's this like pressure that I have to be perfect because um, because I'm a Christian. Right. I mean, is that a thing that's ever kind of come up in your, not personally, but... I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, personally, and just from yeah. people I know. I mean, I'd say this is one of the most common things, like, ever. And I was just talking about this, you know, this past week with a friend, and mm-hmm. it's like... It's crazy. I mean, how we can just like start to believe that we need to be this person, mm-hmm. um, whatever that is, whatever mm-hmm. mask you want to wear. Right. Put it in that phrase, you know. And whether it's you know super energetic or you know just kind of under the radar type mm-hmm. person, like 
everyone has this different thing that's probably just not really accurate to who they are mm-hmm. or the way you're feeling, you know? Like, I, I feel like I, you know, oftentimes am a pretty just, like, open person and or like i i act as true as i can to myself right you know like i don't fake in that sense but there are days where it's like i am not that happy person that Mm -hmm. i you know need to be or the way you know we feel like everyone else wants us to be um and we do you know slip on this kind of persona that's Mm -hmm. not helpful See, I I think there are in and this is kind of a thing I, I, I struggle through and even think about this topic is they there are I mean to be honest, there are times I've had to it, this probably isn't even the best term, but I've had to fake it. As in um the you know, I, I know I've talked about this before, but the uh day before I put the dog down, mm-hmm. uh I had to do children's ministry talking about hope. Or no, joy. Talk about joy. Yeah. Uh, and then practice for a Christmas sketch. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of that, like they, they, the kids, the team, they needed a strong person there. And I needed that to be me. Right. I think the, the, there is a time that it's, it's just to hold the head up and power through. And it's not that. You're trying to fake it, but that you're drawing on a strength that goes beyond ourselves. But then, at a point, there is the time to approach God in a manner that is raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is kind of the best term because I don't know. I th- I think the 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 temptation of standing behind the mask all the time is that you start to think this is the person God wanted is, is the happy person that never goes through anything difficult, that never goes through anything hard, that never goes through any of that, all, all that. That is like, no, I'm just trusting God for everything. So everything's fine. Right. And I, I just don't think that's a fair image to project to a God that knows all things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, they, they, it's, it's very problematic. Right. So I, I don't know. I've I've been guilty of trying to project things to God, like, "Hey, God, everything's going great," and God's like, "Are you? No, it's not." I know. I've, yeah. I've put some of that in there, you know. Like, yeah. Like, so, no. I mean, that's so true. I mean, like, it's. Mm-hmm. I do that way more than I would like to admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where I'm talking to God, trying to like, you know, for some reason I feel like I need to be you know, happy right. and joyful, even in God's presence, even though it's just like, he can see straight through and right. how I'm actually feeling. So it's like, it can be a challenge sometimes, but like, it's also the most comfortable mm-hmm. time as well. Just knowing that you mm-hmm. can be completely open and honest in every sense right. and know that God still loves you and right. wants, wants that, you know, he wants right. the genuine you. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this the, is like, and it seems dumb, right? You know, like that we try and and put on that right. persona in front of God as right. well. But I feel like for to me an, personally, like. To an infinite and all-knowing God. Yeah. I think sometimes I talk to God like he he is a, like 
my friend, which is good, right? Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it can get like messed up in my head a little mm-hmm. bit in the sense that like I and, forget that he's God sometimes right, too. I right. mean, like in the sense that right. I know he is my friend and father and loves me, mm-hmm. um, but like he's still right, all powerful, all knowing, you know, like right. and sovereign. It's like why do I lie it's, to you? It's all. <laughs> I mean, it's almost based in kind of a fear of a thing we know won't happen. You know, if I approach God in an inadequate manner, that it's almost this fear that God's going to go, oh, you're an absolute mess and kind of send us away. And mm-hmm. and kind of the, tr- the, the bigger truth of that is you are inadequate and are an absolute mess, and God tells us to come to him. Right. Um, there's actually a part in Isaiah 55... Uh, that I I was kind of interested in pointing out a few things in it that I kind of enjoy. So, Caleb, do you mind reading Isaiah 55, 1 through 5? For sure. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me, hear, that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. So the first part of the, I mean, this is a wild five kind of verses here because it starts off very different from the way it ends. I mean, it starts off telling them like, hey, thirsty, Mm -hmm. poor, a broken and hungry, all those things, all all those inadequacies that you have, all those needs that you are unable to meet on y- your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm calling that person to come. So, so, so God isn't telling them to first, hey, uh, uh, clean some things up, right. um, you know, show a little bit of self respect and kind of kind of dust off. It's like no, no. God's saying like just come right and in in and it's almost an invitation to take off the mask that everything's okay and just go like hey i know you are inadequate and now come Mm -hmm. and then after that the 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 part that is a weird kind of a juxtaposition between them is that out of there comes this covenantal connection to God of God understanding our our inadequacies and inability to do those things and making a w- way through those things in order that God can be glorified among the nations. Right. Um, so I I think there's there's something to be said about that that uh, about being honest about our struggles to God. And still coming to him in the process, yeah. I I I mean there there's there's some good 
there's a few good parts in there of coming to God, paying attention to God, and then being blessed as the outpouring of God flows on and through a person. And and even at the end, it talks about um, uh, uh, nations we don't even know will be drawn to us because we are drawn to God. Yeah. So, so Caleb, I guess the the kind of question I was I was kind of thinking through this is, what role do our struggles play, um, or or being authentic in, through our struggles? What role does that play in our testimony to the glory of God? I mean, I think that a the fact that we have struggles. And God still mm-hmm. uses us is mm-hmm. like huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think that that's kind of the biggest thing I noticed, and you touched on a little bit is that like we are we are imperfect and mm-hmm. sinful and do not you know we we are dysfunctional. You know, all of that stuff. Very. And, yes, <laughs> and and because of that, you know, we fall short. But, you know, that is how God came and he justified us, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that's just, like, huge to mm-hmm. me. You know, that we, not by anything we did. Right. I think that's the biggest testimony. Not by right. anything we did, but because of what he did. Right. Um, and that's that's just cool. Because, like, I mean, if we, if we were responsible for it, I mean, like, who's God at that point? You know, mm-hmm. it's just like... There's no testimony to that, right? Of who or how powerful he is, um, but well, like, and, and if I'm if I'm trying to display the glory of God, right? Uh, I think people get it in their brain that the only way to do that is by projecting an image of everything is fine and successful, right? Uh, and and personally, I think that's one of the flaws of the prosperity gospel is that it does play heavy into that. That the sign of the presence of God is everything is fine and prospering. And that just isn't true biblically mm-hmm. at all. Uh, that there there's a monetary blessing, and the more blessed a person is monetarily, then they, uh, the, 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 the more blessed they are by God. But in, in truth, there is a witness to the glory of God that occurs in being honest about the things we go through. Right. I mean... To uh, uh, to other Christians and also to non-Christians, I think that's very important. You know, people mess up. And I think even though there's a cancel culture, everything else going on, the expectation is still people are going to screw up. Right. Um, and, and if during my screw ups, I'm still able to give glory to God and say, hey, this is hard. And by the grace of God, I will get through this. That speaks a greater thing than just I was able to follow God as it was easy. Right. So I I think that is part of the the testimony is trusting God through the good and bad gives a stronger presentation of the gospel. Yeah. And I mean I think both of us can speak to this. I mean just being honest like we did not have great weeks. Um super super not good weeks and mm-hmm. And, like, looking at that and looking at, you know, how God has still been faithful through the Mm -hmm. week, 
and and just knowing how flustered and and just like not um, put together I was, mm-hmm. but seeing how God can still use us, um, like that's the coolest part of it all. Mm-hmm. And you would think it would be the opposite, right? I mean, that like you just kind of feel like, and sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. you. I mean, it's not always like this beautiful story between us and right. God and right. and our relationship. Sometimes it is messy from our perspective, and but I think like but that the is. Me- but the messy speaks more to the glory of God and the grace of God. That's like, yeah, yeah, it's messy, and I'm gonna get down in it, yeah, and 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 bear the. A messy on myself so that you could be clean right i mean and and i think for me personally this week has really just like shown me how incapable i am of doing anything without mm-hmm. god and that's something that i personally need a lot i mean it's just mm-hmm. like straight up pride issue and right um and stuff like that i mean so like God teaching us is like another thing, you know, mm-hmm. teaching us through mm-hmm. our, um, through our mistakes or, mm-hmm. um, just stuff we go through mm-hmm. is another cool aspect, you know, that we, not only does God get the glory, but like we also get to learn from what he's teaching us in that moment right? and grow better for next time. Right. You know, that it's, it's not just like, we're pieces of crap and God is beautiful, but he's actually mm-hmm. redeeming us right. slowly but surely. Right. Like, and that's, that's cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that part of the argument I don't enjoy is like, God loves everyone just as they are. And I'm like, there, there's a hint of truth to that. Mm-hmm. God, I think the better kind of phrasing is God loves them despite who they currently are. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's a, a better kind of a phrasing of that because I do need to come God, sorry, need to come to God impure, all that, because I am unable to do anything else. And I don't get to stay there. And I think that's the part that people tend to kind of cut off is if I'm coming to God and bowing before him, then there is an aspect of this that I go like, okay, and now, through the Holy Spirit inside of me, mm-hmm. I'm going to get out of God's way in in crafting this new person inside of me. Right. Um, to, to come to God honest, but then to not push back against the Spirit's work. And it's going to get messy. It's going to get hard. Uh, God tends to be able to point out the dark corners and go, yeah, yeah, no, I see that. Mm-hmm. I'm all-knowing. Here, I'll put a flashlight on it so that you can see it too. Yeah. Um, and and then through that, to not push back against that and, 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 and dive closer to God throughout the whole process. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the blessing it even brings up in Isaiah that... Uh, they they become witnesses to the people. Uh, call they'll call a, a nation and 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 they'll be in covenantal bond to to God Himself. Right. I mean, and that that blessing is like better than anything, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and that's what's so cool. I mean, mm-hmm. you brought up like prosperity gospel. That's why that's so dumb to me. Right. Is that like the treasures of this earth? You know, just because, like, 
blessing does if that was making more money, mm-hmm. which it is for some people. Don't right. get me wrong. That is right. sometimes the way God, God chooses to bless some people is monetarily. Right. But I mean, if you look past that though, that's not what it's about. No. It's not about the money. It's not about our us being comfortable. Right. Um, or living comfortable. But knowing that blessing is is about us being redeemed mm-hmm. and and God being glorified right. through that. Right. And that's super cool. I mean, the Bible talks about how worthless money is. I mean, right. it's just, or any of the worldly substances. Right. Like, that pulls us further away from right. God more than does in, <laughs> closer. In heaven, the streets are paved with gold. And I think from our, our kind of knee jerk as far as people is, is to go, wow, that's so decadent and amazing and mm-hmm. all that. It, but if you, if you camp out on that thought for a bit, uh, I've never gotten excited about gravel right. or tar. Like, ooh. Especially back in ooh. biblical times, <laughs> yeah. what was that? Like, just dirt, right? right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never gotten excited like, dirt, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so to God, the gold, the decadence is like, yeah, we use that for roads. Yeah. Trash. It's, no. it's, this is the, it's a road. Yeah. That's it. We don't have need of money. You know, like mm-hmm. we, <laughs> there's the presence of God. So, you know, the gold's cool and all, but have you seen the radiance of Christ? You know, like, <laughs> right. So much better. So now, now I do think in, in kind of the other part I was, I was going to talk about a bit or it just kind of came up as I was thinking about it there. I, I do think, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be cautious because I think the caution against this is to gosh, how do I say this? Um, I think there's a difference between being authentic and truthful and putting all of the business out on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I teach children. Right. So there are parts of my story and coming to Christ that they do not get. Yeah, uh, because it it's not age appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, the struggles w- were different, and and then just other parts of that that are. It's not that I'm being inauthentic, but I don't give all the details because I don't need to give them. Right. Um, and then the 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 other aspect is is I can go so far to I'm just being authentic I'm just being this that I I stop being redeemed mm-hmm. uh, and and go like well it's just who I am I don't know I had a person say this to me a few times like it's just who I am I'm like no that's not that's not because Christ gave a new identity and He didn't make you a jerk right uh, it's like it's just who I am I'm just a, it's just how I talk to people it's my Instagram well, number. Yeah, yeah, it's my, it's my Enneagram. It's, it's just who I am in the Myers Briggs. I'm a sanguine, you know. Like, no, sanguine. you're just a jerk. I went through three personality tests so I could offend three different generations of people. Um, got them, but that it's being authentic is being authentic in Christ, right? And if there are aspects of us that are not in Christ, and then those are the parts that, by the grace of God, I get to cut off. Right. Um, those aren't a mask. I mean, at that point, they're masks. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, it's just who I, it's just who I am and how I talk to people. No, that's a mask because in Christ, we've been made a new creation instead of needing to go back to this thing that is very hurtful, dangerous, and sinful to us and those around us. Right. So what are a few of the masks that you think people tend to try and hide behind? I mean, I think... Are we talking about in front of people or God? You know, uh, let's go with in front of God. In front of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know for other people, but I mean, mm-hmm. I know for myself, I feel like sometimes I have to feel like I'm put together before God, mm-hmm. even though, like, like I said before, I realize very quickly right. how dumb that is. Right. Um, but I mean, that's probably, I'd say generally, I'm actually pretty good especially Mm -hmm. recently but like you know there are times where my prayers are just like thanks god and right appreciate everything you're doing right you know you're awesome and that's just like so not genuine and that's not i feel like what god wants from us in prayer like it is good we need to thank god for everything that he's provided for us sure and and realize that yeah he's the bomb but you know god also wants us to be genuine with him and and bring our struggles and our mm-hmm. our burdens and lay them on him mm-hmm. you know and and i think that that's been very a big thing for me recently too is just like learning to do that like every little thing like just going through everything in your head and mm-hmm. just being like this is this is what i'm thinking god and i need you to to point me in the right direction in this because I have no idea where I'm going. You know, and it's sure. like, so I think that that's kind of my personal one is just like feeling like I need to be put together sometimes. And honestly, I don't think it's like, I feel like that's what God has expected from me, but I kind of do it just to like slip by mm-hmm. and and not really give my time towards mm-hmm give time towards prayer but it's more of like that's what i typically do if, it, if it's like an afterthought sort of prayer, right if that makes sense. right like if i'm late for work and didn't have time for you know bible study that morning and mm-hmm. and just kind of like pray in the car that can be what it is sometimes right. or before bed you know but yeah i think that's probably mine what yeah. about you i found for most of the masks i try and put on as i'm trying to approach god they're more of a mirror of my own insecurity than it is a thing I'm trying to hide out of God. I mean, you, you know, I'll try and pitch things as, well, I, I'm i doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the biggest kind of a lie I tell the most often. It's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Doing great. No, not a problem. You know, like the, those things, the, these sins are under control. And I, I know that that's, <laughs> we've all said that one. So don't even, yeah, don't at me on that one. But yeah. um, there's this, this thing, even as I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to God, it's almost as if I'm trying to downplay a thing, understanding that God isn't disappointed in me, that the love of God isn't chased out, understanding all those things. I think it's a bigger kind of a fear of this thing may not be under control as much as I, I know it should be. Right. And the weird part is that the first step of doing that is by handing it to the God who is able, but to do that, I have to say, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard to do. Yeah. Is, is, is to tell God, like, I'm not okay. 
and now take me out of this place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think both of those steps are important to be able to say, like, God, I don't got it. Uh, I need you to get this. And then get up and go. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's big. I mean that that's that I you know that everything's okay that I'm fine it's all these things that are mirrors of of the fears I have about myself that like no it's okay I totally got this right I don't know you know <laughs> those are kind of my main masks is that is yeah needing to to it's almost as if I want God to be proud of me for handling it on my own do you know what I mean yeah which is like a really, I guess it's not you know like as bad as as like I just really wanted to do crack you know or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do crack. Let me. I make that joke a lot, and I make that joke because I don't do. Hey, he definitely that. does crack. He definitely does. Wario though. No. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that might get cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no. I. I. What was I saying? Oh. <laughs> Uh, I I want God to be proud of me mm-hmm. that I could handle a thing on my own and that's weird. I mean to say that right I, I can in a theology kind of a sense tear that stance apart and yet I still struggle w- with that. Yeah. I know it's complete garbage but I mean that's why it's a mask. I put on a mask. No one actually thinks I'm Wario. Wait, I know. Wait, what? And no you're not one. Worried? And I mean, absolutely no one thinks you're Arthur. <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining. Just look how comfy I am. Right. I I'm burning up over here. <laughs> Arthur over there is like forty-seven's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's that's big, and I I think that's something I deal with too. Um, it's actually kind of funny. There was this song that I've been listening to recently. It's called "I'm Not All Right." And it's kind of like exactly what you're saying. Is is it by? No, it's it's. Is I, it Sanctus Real? No, it's not anything that you're thinking. So there's this filmmaker that I so follow. So good though, Sanctus Real. Check him out. And not and he I... made this really good documentary, mm-hmm. and it's about his late brother, whose name is Jordan. It's called My Brother Jordan. Mm-hmm. And and it's just this really honest and raw documentary about who Jordan is, and you know how he impacted him as a brother mm-hmm. and and their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think it's super interesting, and that's the song he played at the end, is one that he wrote. He didn't perform it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called I'm Not Alright. And I think, to be honest, I mean, this is kind of going off topic, but like, I really appreciate him as a person just because of how genuine he is to mm-hmm. his emotions in, in public. You right. know, like... Right. That he's putting this documentary that's you know growing over like seven million views right. now um about him just like not being all right about mm-hmm. his brother dying and how that has impacted him and a bunch of other people right around him and i think that that's kind of cool for me to see and it's like very you know i i wish that you know that to be honest it's kind of like a role model for me because mm-hmm. he is very genuine and open sure and i think that's kind of what you're hitting on like that's i mean that's how we should be right 
towards God. And I think that, like you were saying, I do that all the time where I just feel like, you know. Right. Like I need to prove that, yeah. Right. No, I, I'm fine. You know, I'm strong right. enough no, to I got deal this. with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a ludicrous, not, yeah. yeah, which is a ludicrous thing because A, I don't have it and B, Jesus has it way more than I do. Yeah. You know, the 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 only other part is um, understanding when is the time when God is calling us to persevere and stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but but to do so in the strength of God. I mean, uh, as Gandalf dies in the fellowship of the rings, um, everybody is very sad. Uh, understandably, I'm not saying it's like... Fellowship of the rings, sorry. I just The fellowship of the ring? Ring. You said rings, plural. Did it I? kind of hurt me a little bit. I like guess, I'm sorry. I'll fix it in it's post. Like you smacked me. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> anyway, Gandalf dies. They're all trying to cry and all that. And, mm-hmm. and um, Aragorn, he has to pick them up and say, we have to keep going at this point. This There will be time to mourn, and this is not that time. And, right. And I think there there is a balance of, of coming to God real honest and also standing in the strength of god i think too often people try and say like i'm just trying to be authentic and they they use that as an excuse to be paralyzed by fear um and in actuality there there is a time to mourn there is a time to be sad there is Mm -hmm. a time to struggle there is a time to do that and then there are times to just stand up and go get them right because christ is in us and that is all that is authenticity to do that mm-hmm. uh, uh to say despite the fact that i am not okay i know the god in me is and therefore i can keep going yeah um, that's good i think that's been yeah i mean uh there was a time actually during covid um where i'm tr- hold on i'm trying to figure out if i can tell the story yeah i can uh i had a full week of work to do a Mm -hmm. wedding rehearsal a wedding the next day a funeral the day after that and a funeral the day after that Mm -hmm. um and and then actually throughout the span of of covid there have been um all unconnected to covid by the way just to (laughs) just be clear about this our church has been through five funerals and as a staff i'll be honest as a church as a church staff, it takes a toll. Um, mm-hmm. Five funerals, it takes a toll. And um, there is a time, especially during those funerals, because it's important that we stand firm, we stand tall, and and, and speak to the glory of God during those times. And then after that, we go home and be sad. Um, right. And... and, and, and and that comes off as rude or counterintuitive or any of that, but there is a time where the strength that God is using through us is the instrument of his grace to another person. And mm-hmm. it is not our own doing. It's still the doing of Christ. And then there is that time to mourn, to cry, to do those things. Right. And part of the trick, especially as every Christian steps into some kind of a ministry is understanding when when to cry and when to stand strong and keep your head up right 
but in both of those times, I still think it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I've kind of like another, you know, just thinking more about this just because, like, I keep on thinking of different ways that I kind Mm -hmm. of, like, fake in front of God. I think another one for me, and I don't know if you relate to this, but, like, I feel like sometimes that my theology has to be, like, perfect mm-hmm. and and i forget that right. and i just kind of discard my feelings mm-hmm. that it's like i know that i am more than a conqueror in christ mm-hmm. yeah like right. i'll be like saying right. this to god i know that you know right. that therefore there's now no condemnation for those who are in christ Jesus. you're telling god the things he told you yeah like god i know there's no condemnation you know when as, i'm really as if you're like right <laughs> right yeah when right. i'm really just feeling like condemned <laughs> condemned yeah. and yeah. empty yeah. and I'm like and I think that it can be good mm-hmm. those can be good you know mm-hmm. like it is written is what I would call them right. where it's like scripture right. that you have memorized right. that you can say right. um, against the enemy and I think that that can be good but sometimes I use it mm-hmm. to like kind of hide what I'm actually feeling right Instead of, you know, like actually telling what I'm feeling sure. to God. Sure. Okay. And I yeah. think that's kind of what I'm. Yeah. It's it's a very yeah. fine line, but like the, I do it a lot. I think. In in instead, the hardest journey in theology is between head and heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, the hardest. Exactly. That's it. The, yeah. the hardest path. I can understand a thing, and and to be fair, there are times I've had to, to to, go back on scripture. Because it was the only thing I had at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, that that absolutely 100% happens too. Mm-hmm. There are other times I try and use scripture to invalidate the thing I'm feeling. It's like, well, no, a good Christian doesn't go through this. I'm a good Christian, therefore I'm not going through this. Right. Which is just ludicrous. Yeah, uh, It comes off the same in... Except you also get a smugness that you can add to it, like, eh, I'm a good Christian, y'all. Just want to be sure everyone knows that. But, um, yeah, it's 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 a instead of Scripture speaking to us, it's us trying to speak to Scripture. Right. It's like, no, no, that doesn't apply to me because I'm already that thing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I I totally get that. Yeah, I. I will say part of the joy of getting older is that there's something about being in 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 the twenties that you feel as if every theological debate is something that you have to be in, and I <laughs> super don't care about a lot of them anymore. Actually, um, I had a friend of mine; he's a cool guy. He was going through the Bible. He went through the Bible the first time. Mm-hmm. He was picking out all the things because he was gonna kind of think through predestination and all that. So he goes through the Bible. Right. Reads through the whole things, jots down any kind of anything uh, uh, connected to our Arminianism. Can jot some down. He's got pages in there. Cool. All right. Cool. Cool. Goes to the Bible again. Jots down anything pertaining to predestination. So it goes through it, and there's a ton there too. And and so as he's going through this, and this is why I love this man so much. He he's just kind of going through it all, and goes like, 
oh my gosh, this is not even the point. Like, and, yeah. and that's that was the conclusion he got to, and I've never respected someone more than I did that's right fun. there. I, like I was like, that. this is so not the point. Glory to God, amen. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my head hurts. You know, like, the, I mean, that's that's the, the the older I get, the more I'm just like, yeah, sure, it could be that. I don't really know. I'm not super interested in having that conversation. You know, like, like tell me about the age of the earth. I don't. It's old. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Older than me. I can confirm that, you know. Factually, it is older than me. That's all I can really confirm. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wish I could be so, as cool as you, Danny. Uh, no, it, like, it's just. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm I, joking. I was there in my 20s, especially first few Bible classes. I was like, I need to d- prove that I can do this. So someone said something. Yeah. And God... God help me, I was probably really annoying during this time. Actually, if you shut up, no one likes that guy. It's like like, well, actually, dude, this is not the time. We're just having a conversation. It's like I think it's cool that God does this. Actually, if you go back to Genesis no, stop it. Like, don't start off by saying actually, I guess. This is a real tangent. <laughs> I was not mean to go on this. Uh, I love it. I just yeah, I've had good. people do that to me and in in the first time they did it I stopped and thought like, Oh, is this how I sounded ten years ago? Oh, this sucks. Like this <laughs> this straight up sucks right now. So Oh, uh, that's all I'm gonna say because I am thinking of someone specific right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, well, um I guess the moral of this is don't wear spiritual masks but depending Do depending on wear state physical local, masks. local regulations <laughs> wear actual masks this is a PSA by Caleb and Danny right gosh it feels like we just spent an hour to make that one joke right there <laughs> what a what a if if you're still here god bless you so much for tuning into our show yes so now I know sometimes people watch our show and they have questions Caleb really if they have questions what can they do with them? Well, did we both think of the same sarcastic answer at the yeah. same time? Cram them. Yeah. <laughs> no questions here. All right. Anyways, as Danny's dying over there, um, you can go to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special, and there's a form there where you can send us questions, or if you just want to say hello, we mm-hmm. love hearing that as well. And you can also go to Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast, and you can DM us there mm-hmm. once again if you want to ask a question or just say hello. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And also YouTube, you can yeah. ask us questions there anywhere. Yeah, if you or just post comment and anywhere, see. we'll see. Right, and, and please. I don't want to beg, but we're going oh, to. No. Oh, no. Go to our YouTube. Just drop a comment in there. It'd be super dope about the whole thing. That really helps us out. Telling other people really helps us it out does. a lot. It does. Um, as, as far as metrics, that kind that. of stuff. You know, to share posts. Not that we need like. it, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying, I'm trying to defend Danny right now. We don't Danny need right it. It would be nice, though. You know, like... <laughs> Do you feel like you need that for validation? Cars Danny? don't need seat warmers, but w- w- once you've had a seat warmer, you ain't going back. This is the worst analogy I've ever heard. Well, yeah, drop a comment, whatever. Yeah, yeah drop I'll a comment, hop hit on the this bell, bandwagon. jump on, jump on that. Jump so, on it. 
Well, um, that <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh, no matter what goes on in the election, God's still sovereign overall. Yes. Uh, I know people say that and it sounds cliche, but just please actually pay attention to it this year. Mm-hmm. God's sovereign no matter if my guy gets in or your guy gets in or if by some miracle some third party candidate gets in whatever who knows 2020 sick. might be the year it happens <laughs> yeah it might be the year we have it no would idea. be the year if it, yeah. if it was to happen yeah so well Caleb I think that is gonna do it for us today yes so I'm Danny and I'm Caleb and we are Nobody, Nobody Special, special.